Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to another episode of Your Best Life Podcast. Hi guys, Anna and Luca here. Hi everyone. We are going to do, today's a mini-sode, real talk um, episode, and we're going to do a Q&A. So you guys submitted lots of questions on Instagram and 99% of them were about baby stuff since obviously we are in the thick of the newborn stage. So we are going to answer your newborn questions. So... First, several of you asked, how did we choose Aurora's name? So Luca, I'm going to let you take this one away. <laughs> I feel that there are multiple pieces that uh-huh. came into place when we chose, we chose the name. So first, I'm a pretty big fan of, you know, space, stars, and you know, all this kind <laughs> of phenomenon. So I really like the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights. It's something that you've always talked about how you want to go there. Yeah, and we never, we were never able to go there. Uh, somehow, you know, it never worked out for us to go during the winter up north to see the aurora. Uh, but now I see, I see it every day. Uh, <laughs> <aw>. <laughs> but there's more because there it's, not, more. it's definitely not just that. Yeah, we actually started with Victoria. Because exactly. I don't know if the listeners know, but your first name is Anna Victoria, Anna Dash Victoria. Victoria right. is, not, is and- not your last name. No, yeah, and, and a lot of articles, people will be like, Miss Victoria, and I'm yeah. like, Victoria's not my last name. So Anna-Victoria, there's a hyphen, um, is my first name, and Luca likes it, and so he always was like, I want to name her Victoria. And I don't know, I was just like, no, I love the name Victoria, but I think that's a little weird. <laughs> like, I'm Anna-Victoria, and then my daughter's name Victoria. So um, we agreed that it would be a middle name. So then yes. we were starting to look for first names that could go with yes. Victoria as a middle name. And I look at, I don't remember when Aurora came up. Like you brought it up. I brought it up. So it was, uh, things came together. So it was the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis. Then our first song, the first dance. Or the first we, dance. The first yes. dance. Yeah, the first dance at our wedding was from uh, the Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent actually. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was the Lana Del Rey uh, version of Once Upon a Dream. That's the song that we danced to at our um, wedding. And that that really was not anything that we were like, oh, well, we danced to this. And so Sleeping Beauty is Princess Aurora. Like, it wasn't that at all. It was just that, like, after he brought up the name Aurora, after, like, weeks and weeks of thinking about it, it was like, oh, by the way, that was our first dance and it was just kind of like a cute coincidence. So right. it has nothing to do with Sleeping Beauty or any of that. Like that's not what we named her after, but it just has that little kind of coincidence that we Even realized. though we are we are Disney people. Oh, totally. Yes, but I did not name my daughter after a Disney princess intentionally. It just it works out that we happen to be Disney people. So going to Disneyland with her will be extra fun. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is Aurora has your same initials. AV, yeah, and AVF, we have the same initials, yeah. So that's honestly pretty much it, right? There's nothing else other than we just said like, oh, we it's a beautiful name. We really like the name. I have to say, yeah. I, I have to admit one thing, one kind of drawback of the name though. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? Of course, yes, I know. 
So, all right, guys, this is, I need to give you a little bit of backstory. So when Italians kind of, I don't want to say make fun of, it's not making fun, but it's mimicking. When they mimic an American accent, this is what they do. Okay, because for them, at how we speak, uh, the one of the biggest differences is that we have a hard R and they roll their R's. So uh, knowing that when Luca suggested the name Aurora, when an American says it, Aurora, it is like the, one of like the most classic, like typical names that kind of fits exactly into that like stereotype or whatever, like of, of Italians kind of mimicking American accents. So a lot of times when people ask like, oh, what, what are you going to name her when I was pregnant? I would say like, Luca, you say it because when you say it, it sounds so much prettier. So Luca, Full name. <laughs> her entire name. Full yeah. name, Aurora Vittoria Ferretti. It's so much prettier than when I say Aurora Victoria Ferretti. <laughs> but that's okay. No, it is still, I still think it's so beautiful, even when I say it. But that was just kind of like a funny little thing that we would joke about leading up to now. So that's pretty much it, right? Yep, that's it. All right. So the next question. Oh, man. How have we been dealing with the stress of a newborn? Again, Luca, <laughs> I'll let you take this one away. How have we been dealing with the stress of a newborn? We really try to rest every chance we get. I think 30 minutes of calm where the other person takes takes care of Aurora. Mm -hmm. It's really important for us just to really calm yourself down and reset. Um, so for us, at least for me, I don't know, you know yeah. about you, but for me, you know, when, when, I, you, when you let me take a couple of hours or an hour, usually it's an hour nap uh, in the early afternoon, it really helps me reset and get ready mm -hmm. for the rest of the day. Yeah, I think that sleep is, is such one of the biggest parts of stress, yeah. you know, in the newborn stage because of how it impacts your your hormones and your energy levels and everything. I don't think that sleep is the only answer to dealing with stress because no, there's definitely. so many other things like breastfeeding and the, her her sleeping, you know, right. which I'm, I am going to go into detail on the whole breastfeeding debacle right. in a future mini-sode. Right. But um, I think that that's, it's definitely like the core. And it's the beginning because mm -hmm. right now the issue is she's not sleeping through the night, obviously. Uh, eventually right. she right. will be sleeping through the night. So we, you know, our stress will be, it's not going to be from the lack of sleep. It's obviously it's going to be uh -huh. from, from other things. But right now the main things obviously right. is the lack of sleep. Oh, actually yeah. it's, it's not continuous, right? Right. Yes. Yep. All right, how are nights with Aurora? Speaking of sleep, <laughs> so yeah. how are they? Um, <laughs> I think she goes, you know, it's it's been like one good night, one bad night, right? You know, it, it kind of goes into, uh, she alternates. She literally mm -hmm. alternates. So two nights ago, she actually broke a record. She slept four and a half hours straight. And that was a record for her. That was but really can good. I say mm -hmm. what's really weird is when that happened, we woke up and we were like, oh my gosh, it's been four and a half hours, but I didn't feel any more rested 100%. than if I had slept two and a half hours. And I feel like maybe it's because we had entered like some REM sleep to where yeah. we were like, you know, and when you wake up from that, you're way more exhausted versus maybe two and a maybe. half hours we weren't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm it depends. It probably guessing. depends when at what time we actually wake up during mm -hmm. the night. It probably I just was a... surprised and a little bummed about that. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> I totally agree, yeah. Um, but last night, not only she had much shorter 
um, stretches, but it was also, she wasn't going back to bed. Okay, but hold on. I think that I need to share a bit of, you know, backstory about this. So she sleeps in her bassinet in our room. And prior to three nights ago, it was kind of like at the corner of our bed. And so like, if we ever, if she ever started crying, we would need to get up and go tend to her. And three nights ago, we decided to bring the bassinet closer to the bed. Like we don't, what, what it's called, bed share. You know, like we, we weren't, we won't bring her in the bed, but kind of just right next to it. And um, so that like, if she did cry, I could just reach over and like, give her the pacifier back or like put my hand on her chest type thing okay so like what happens um with in the middle of the night is like she'll cry i'll feed her luca will rock her a bit until she's drowsy and then he puts her down and then it takes like probably five ten minutes for her to go back to sleep but now that like she's right next to me luca you rock her and like you know kind of put her down drowsy and then she will, you know, have the pacifier fall out or just start kind of whining a bit. And before when she was like at the base of the bed and it wasn't so easy for us to like, you know, we, we would kind of wait it out and be like, okay, is this a real cry? Or is she just kind of like whining? I honestly don't remember her whining. Maybe it was I was so tired a few weeks ago. What, last night? Oh, no, oh before. Yeah, right, yeah, I don't, right. Yeah, I don't remember. So I think that what's happening is that because she is closer to me, and I can pretty much react in a split second. On one side, it like makes me feel good because like I want to be there, you know, if, if she needs me. But on the other hand, because I am reacting so quickly, maybe sometimes unnecessarily, you know, to where she's actually sleeping and just kind of making noises in her sleep, which they which they do that, you know. And it's preventing me from getting better sleep because I'm literally waking up every 20 minutes at every little squeak or putting her pacifier back, even if she doesn't need it type thing, you know? So, so these last few nights have kind of been like, we're learning what not to do now, you know? Like I feel like the first few weeks were actually like in this context, we're not that bad because we weren't, you know, jumping at every single little peep because we would be in bed and we'd be like, do we really have to get up, <laughs> you know? And then if she actually cried to be like, okay, yes. Like we never ever will let her cry and not get up. It was just that if they were just little, you know, squeaks and gripes, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Sometimes they sound like uh, pterodactyls, like oh <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> with some of their, some of their like, you know, noises that they make. But if it's ever a true cry, we would get up right away. But so we might have to go back to doing that. We'll see. Like I said, we are learning what to and what not to do at this stage. So, all right. Um, how about uh, when can the rest of the family meet Aurora? So a few of you asked this question. For my family, my sister actually works with us. So she is here right now for a project that we're working on and she just got to meet her. So she's the first family member on my side. Um, other than that, uh, I am really trying to get my family to come here for Thanksgiving because we can't travel with Aurora right now. Like we just don't feel comfortable traveling with a newborn. So fingers crossed, I hope, my, some of my, not all of my family members will come, but um, some of them. But for Luca's family, what what are the plans for your side? And for your family members, you know, we're going to get everyone tested oh, before yeah. they come. Yes. And, you know, uh, try to everyone make Everyone would get a COVID test, yes. Yeah, make it as, you know, as safe as we can do. 
for my family, well, that's a great question. Um, uh, it's the, a the sad issue, question, honestly. It's a very sad question. You know, first uh, uh, granddaughter uh, from, you know, for my mom and my dad, you know, and obviously they're really, really looking forward to meeting her. The, the thing is that we, my mom and my dad are obviously older. Um, my dad especially has some underlying conditions. We don't feel comfortable with, with them flying over because mm. they would actually, they told me multiple times, when, when, when can we come? And we were like, well, I don't really feel comfortable with you guys coming over because I'm afraid that you guys, you know, for you guys, more than us right, actually. For their health. For, for their, their health, health, yeah, more yeah. than us really. Um, right. So we are really waiting for a vaccine at this point, I think. Um, Hopefully, at the end of the year, there will be a, va a vaccine. My mom, you know, in, in Europe, that, that's the, the talk that they're having right now. Uh, maybe it's going to be next spring. So that's the thing. Uh, I think there is no way for them to safely travel until they get a vaccine. That's the yeah. hard truth. So, and it will be either for them to get a vaccine and come here, or at the latest, we will be there summer 2021. Yeah. So for the plan is for, for our next trip to Italy, it would be for Aurora's first birthday. So next August, August 2021. And at the very latest, that will be the first time that Luca's family gets to meet her, which is so sad that they yeah. would have to miss out on her first year of life. But um, we're trying to do FaceTime and all that stuff, which it doesn't substitute, but, you know, at least it's something. So... I feel like I don't want to add, um, end this on such a sad note. So one more question. Um, how does a baby change your relationship? So, or how has it changed ours? And I have to say, I feel like it's a little bit too early to answer I this agree. question because yeah. it's only been five weeks and I feel like, A, we're in survival mode right now. <laughs> and kind of like, I don't want to say not thinking of anything else, but it's just like, you know, we're, we're sorting out like this whole huge you know, life shift. And like, there definitely have been moments that we've like snapped each other here and there, but like nothing that extreme. Um, and I'm sure that there will be other changes that happen. Um, I don't think they necessarily have to be bad though. I think that there can I, be. I agree. I think uh, we could make an update uh, later on or we could even yeah. make it uh, an ongoing thing, you know, life with yeah. a, you know, relationship with a, with a, with a baby, with a baby. You know, how, how it changes yeah. over time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna, it's not gonna be all sunshine rainbows, but I do think that so far we've done a good job of like, if we have those little like bursts of, you know, snapping or whatever, um, it doesn't draw out. We don't hold grudges. And we like, really don't, yeah. most importantly, like, we know that like it's not intentional and not that that means that it's okay. When yeah, it no, absolutely. It's probably the lack of sleep talking. Most of the time. Well, for, for you, completely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. So, yeah. So we will we'll update you guys on this a bit later, kind of once we've settled more into life with a baby. So um, I think that's going to be all the questions for today. But, you know, like Luca said, we'll give you guys an update and do more Q&As like this if you guys would like. Um, I hope you enjoyed these questions and answers and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.